Hi, welcome to the BA Brew. I'm Jonathan. Hi, I'm Taz. And I'm Debbie. So today's subject, we're, we're going to talk about leadership and our perspectives on leadership. And I'm going to I'm going to hand over and I'm going to ask Debbie, what are your thoughts on this subject, leadership? What does leadership mean to you? Oh, it's such a big topic, isn't it? I think leadership means to me instilling a sense of purpose and building a team that can work towards that purpose where they're all sort of on the same page and everybody's aligned and keen to go in that direction. And the leadership element is the element that actually makes it all work and pulls it together. Mm. That's leadership to me. Um, what about you, Taz? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Debbie. I think so. Very similar to yourself. So I think for me, leadership is all about uh, role modelling. So mm -hmm. understanding what you are as a person and making sure that people see you as that role model um, in a consistent manner. But also very similar to yourself, having that clear vision of what you want from the team, how you want to get there collectively. And really, I think for me, it's all about empowering individuals to making sure that we get the best out of them uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and helping them to achieve their longer-term ambitions as well. Mm. Yeah, and that, that's really interesting because your definition has just completely encompassed my favourite model of leadership. So I don't know if you did that on purpose, Taz. No, no. <laughs> well, thank you, because I always use John Adair's and team task individual model. I just keep it in my head because that's really, I think, the essence of leadership are those three elements. What do you think, Jonathan? Yeah, so um, I really I'd echo everything you've said in terms of purpose. And um, Taz, you were talking there about supporting the team to achieve goals. And, and I quite like that. Um, it fits with my I quite like the concept of servant leadership, where the, the leader is there to serve the team, to help the team to achieve the goals in alignment with the purpose. Um, and and I, I think it, the, the Adair model, I'm not, I don't use it uh, maybe as, as often as, as you do, Debbie, but um, I do quite like that because I do think it starts with the individual. If yep. you're going to be a leader, I think you've got to inspire others and you've got to have a great deal of self-awareness in order to do that and be willing and able to, to learn. Um, learn what's working for yourself, learn about your team, learn about the situation, the context. There's, there's a, a lot that needs to go on in order for you to develop that self-awareness and, and to be able to develop others to become leaders themselves as well. Um, Purpose, really key. I think there's a few, I was doing a brainstorm on this before, before the pod. I was thinking about passion as well. You've got to have a passion. You can't, you can't just talk the talk without walking the walk. And I think that the leaders that I've most respected in my career have walked the walk in terms of they're not just using the buzzwords of the day, but they actually understand what's going on in the team they've actually got self-awareness they've, they've got that that drive and, and passion towards achieving the purpose um just my two pennies worth <laughs> yeah and no, i thought that was great two pennies worth i think uh, i think yeah spot on in terms of passion i think with genuine leaders that comes through really well 
um, and they're the people I think that most people will be happy to kind of rally behind and go that extra mile for. But I also think, you know, I think this last year as, as, as leaders, we've had to do things differently, especially in the, in the pandemic period. And, you know, we all have the dials of kind of various leaderships. And I think for me, one of the big things that I've moved the dial on, um, especially for, for the last year, has been empathy. Mm. Uh, really understanding how the, the pandemic has helped uh, impacted individuals mm. and how they need help and almost getting back back down to developing those type of relationships. I mean, how's, how's it been for you guys on, on the on, in the pandemic era? Yeah, it's it's really quite interesting, actually, because I think you're right, because now we're talking and we're working with people in their home environment and you have to understand that there are all sorts of different pressures that that involves for people so i think whereas before in a way you took empathy almost for granted because if somebody wasn't feeling too good or whatever you were all in the office together and you could pick up on things and you could say let's go and have a coffee and have a conversation whereas i think now it is different. It's, it, you know, the environment is different from very many angles. And that's a really key one. So I think for us, I mean, we do we do work well as, as a team, I think. <laughs> Jonathan is about to go, yes, Debbie, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, you know, we, we do. And, you know, we do genuinely care for each other's well-being. And I think the last year or so has very much brought that more to the fore because it's not just the people working within the team, the fact that they're working at home, but also it's it's the wider families and communities because so many people have been affected in so many different ways. Mm. You, you mentioned empowerment earlier, Taz, and, and you know, just thinking about the the pandemic and, and how certainly in, in the team that I work in, how we've responded, we trust each other to do our respective jobs. Uh, and to perform our respective roles and we're open and transparent and one of the things that I think you need if you're going to be an effective team and to to develop leadership is um, to be able to say you don't know and the other thing that I think you need to be able to do is say I've made a mistake because um, none of us are perfect and um, I think I think with trust and transparency and and a genuine let's work towards a common purpose common goal um, I think I think it's kind of and we're talking a little bit about culture maybe, but these things fit together and, and you've got the, the, the team, the task, the individual that is kind of that, that as a model. You've got to you've got to have all of those elements. Um, but the pandemic, I'm just going to say, it, you know, it, it's not been easy for any of us, has it mm. um, to deal with? And, and there's been uncertainty, um, but recognizing that uncertainty and working together to try and solve for unknowns, taking calculated risks, um, which has, has been necessary. I'm sure, sure um, all businesses have had to do that, um, but, but um, not, not pretending we can see the future um, and how things are gonna, are gonna map out, but, but, but keeping an eye on it as well and responding as we needed to. Yes. So has it changed things within your team in, in terms of the individual and the engagement, Taz? Um, so, I, I mean, I think we, we were quite fortunate. So I think before the pandemic, we were used to working from home. 
Um, so we used to do it quite regularly. And I think when it started to happen full time, it was less of an impact and less of a culture shock for, for the team in general and, and for technology across the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was quite a cultural change for a lot of other people. And I think for us as, as business analysts, um, I think every, all of the BS had to take on more of a bit of a leadership style um, mm-hmm. to the way they engage with the business stakeholders because they suddenly found themselves taking the business through. What does it mean working from home? How do we do requirements capture? How do we get the requirements approved and through that process? How do we do agile and stand-ups in that working from home environment? So it's almost every BA became a leader uh, in their own right, helping their various projects and programs through that journey because they did have that experience of what does it mean to be working from home and how do you do it effectively? So mm-hmm. I think that that's what we saw as quite a step change in in not just technology, but bringing the organization now on that working from home journey, which is great to see. That's so think- a really interesting point, you know, about the individuals, uh, the individual BAs as leaders, because I think, again, this is the essence of leadership. You don't have to be in charge of a team because to a certain extent, that's management in lots of ways, isn't yep. it? You know, leadership does come from within and I think it was you, Jonathan, said um, earlier on about values and passion and all those sort of inherently personal attributes, really, that actually, I think, are embedded in people who can follow through with leadership. Mm. Um, And it's quite interesting because I think you said, Taz, about, you know, having that sort of purpose and passion. And we were also talking about the walking the walk and talking the talk, weren't we? And if you've got somebody in a leadership position who is just talking the talk, how wrong does it feel? And it's very interesting. If you've ever worked in a team, and I suspect most of us have, where you know what they're saying is not what is actually going on here. It just does not work. And actually that trust, that transparency, that, that desire to, you know, to work as part of the team starts to disappear. Yeah, I've worked for quite a few leaders that they, they use words and they're, they're semi-hollow. There's, there's no meaning underneath the words. And you can tell they're kind of, they're reading from a script. They're saying what they think they should say in that certain context. And for, for a lot of the time, they, they get away with it. But it, it's, it's interesting because there's quite a few occasions where they then ask the question, they haven't got an answer or... What, they, what their words do is set expectations and then their behaviours don't align with those yeah. words. And so you, it undermines their own credibility. And, and there's, there's some really poor leadership behaviours that I've seen in my career. Um, and I think, I think you know, it, it's, we should call it out. And, and um, as business analysts, sometimes we're asked to solve the impossible we're asked to solve we've got two departments that one's out of scope and there's there's a dependency maybe um you can't talk to that other department but you have to fix something or put in a new solution of some form and and it's kind of well this is just not going to work we're not going to solve the business problem there we're not going to help the business move forward maybe as we as we might and i think it's really interesting tazzy's talked about the ba being a leader and, and debbie mentioned it as well i really do think that the business analyst is a leader and, and we might not be always the person stood at the front with the loudest charismatic voice. Sometimes we are, obviously, um, but we lead in terms of our thinking and our analytical skills 
because we can zoom into the detail and zoom out so that we can try and build alignment and, and cohesion. Um, I think it's really key. I do want to ask though, Taz, um, your BA of the year, you received BA of the year um, last year. Has that put any kind of onus or pressure? How has it felt in terms of being BA of the year? Because it's quite, it's quite a position of leadership in our industry, in our profession. Yeah, um, um, so I think firstly, I was really kind of um, humbled by the whole thing, uh, because I mean, as you know, we've been trying to go for the BA of the year at the bank for a number of years. So we've been getting very, very close um, and not quite getting there. And then we, we had one of our team meetings and, and one of my team leads, uh, and I'll do a plug for her, Nira. She said, oh, Taz, you should go for it this year um, um, with some others. And I thought, oh, OK, all right, I'll have a look at it and put my application forward. Um, but I think I think for me, it's just trying to understand what goes on the breadth of the, our, our industry. So getting involved with the um, work for this year. So being an ambassador on the planning committee for the 2021 conference. If you just see the kind of whole networking opportunity for that. And again, you know, it's about leadership across all the um, uh, industries, really, really strong people coming through, really strong candidates who know what they're doing. Um, and I think for me, it's all about how do I apply some of that thinking back at the bank and how do we inspire? Because for me, it's always about inspiring the leaders of tomorrow. Um, so something at the bank that we've done really well with two of our colleagues that you probably know is Emma Myers and Lauren. So they're doing yeah. the young BA, which yeah, you've had yeah. on as guests. <laughs> um, and that, that for me is really inspiring to see two people who are really passionate about that, uh, taking that uh, off forward on, on a journey to where they've got, I think, over 600 members, members um, which is great to see. It, it is fantastic what the, the YBAs have done. And um, they, they're, they're special because when they, they appeared with us, um, I think might have had more views than any other podcast that we've released i'm not too sure but their their brand of leadership that they've demonstrated i think is phenomenal and has such a positive impact on the profession um i was thinking back though taz and i think you were demonstrating leadership in our profession before you got the ba of the year award i remember last year you were at the ba managers forum helping to facilitate a session where we discussed business architecture and, and trying to push forward the debate and I think it's you know if we each show a little bit of individual leadership we can help push things forward uh, in our own in our own unique ways. Do you know what I think as well I think it's really interesting Taz that that was how it came about you applying for BA of the year because I think as a leader you also do have to sometimes put yourself in a position where maybe you're putting your head above the parapet maybe this you're even a little bit vulnerable you know yeah yeah and i have come across um not that many people you know in leadership positions maybe who are prepared to do that um so you know full kudos to you because i think that's part of leadership as well and you know if we if we see our role as leaders as finding that route through to somewhere and we're prepared to actually put ourselves, you know, in that position, then I think people respect that. And I think they're inspired by it. I really yeah. do. And, yeah. and actually the success of some of the team at the Bank of England is, is testament, you know, to them as individuals, but to you as a leader as well. And it is absolutely great to see because it's sort of living the leadership values, isn't it? 
Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think I was quite fortunate to inherit a um, strong team to start with. And then we've developed that over the, the years. And they're really, really are a strong bunch. I mean, I've worked with a number of BA teams in various organisations. Um, and they, and the team, I mean, they are brilliant, really, really good and happy to get stuck in. And again, like we said, you know, they're role modelling their own behaviours at the bank as well. And that's seen as a high, high performing, high performing team, which is great from my perspective. Because I think, again, going back to leadership, for me, it's all about my leadership style is all about kind of intent. Uh, so we've all seen that video of the, the Navy captain in America says, you know, focus on intent. And that's what I kind of push out to the team. As long as you are doing things in the right way with the right intent, uh, because we all learn in different styles. And for me, I, I always learn best from mistakes. Um, so someone gives me the opportunity to ask, go and do this. And it's a great opportunity, right? Where, how do I get to, how do I do this? What, what do I need to do? Who do I need to speak to? Yeah. Um, so that's my kind of leadership style. Here's a task. I'm always here for you if you need to bounce ideas, but go and, go and grab you by the horns and see what you can make of it. And yeah. I think that for me gets really the best out of people. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's amazing what they achieve. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me as well, I really do think it comes down to personal values too. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very big one for values, as Jonathan will tell you. But, you know, I, I do think it, it's it's the intent and it's it's the values that align with that, that everybody then can see. Absolutely. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, I'm just going to check. I think I think we've almost uh, covered leadership there. Is there any final thoughts before we wrap up, Debbie? Um, just that I think that if you think about some of the things we've talked about here, and, and I, I really hope people who listen to it find it useful, I do think we have touched on some very key things, actually, because not, not everybody can just walk into a leadership role and it and also it's not just something you happen to be a great leader it doesn't work like that it's it's about having that self-awareness it's about thinking and it really is about understanding what leadership involves yep. um and, and i hope we've helped with some of that taz any final thoughts from you before we wrap up yeah i mean i think for me um it's also about self-reflection so how what do I need to do to become a better leader then where is kind of the industry going where's the kind of uh, the leadership new traits coming from and do I have them in my repertoire so it's also about doing your own stock takes stock takes um via 360s or whatever and making sure that you're supporting people as best as you can brilliant brilliant well I've enjoyed our discussion um I hope that those of you listening watching have enjoyed it also um, if you'd like to send us any ideas, suggestions for topics on future BA brews, um, even if you would like to, to, to see if you'd like to come and join us as a guest, um, please do email us. It's babrew at assistkd.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.